Welcome to the Amber Shows. Papa was a Rolling Stone, The Temptations. This was in 1972. Don't that seem like that wasn't that far ago? And that was a long, that was like, what was that, 40 years or something? It just sounds like it wasn't that long ago to people of a certain age. I guess to the young generation. That was like how I used to do my mother. I used to say, Wow, were you around in the 1800s? She was born in 1923, which was only 23 years into the 1900s. My grandmother was almost born in the 1800s, but she, but she, my mother was born in 1923, and she was born in 1900. No, no, she was born in 1905. So she had my mother pretty young. Here we go. Papa was a rolling stone. The Temptations again. This is my my homeboys. You know, I come from a Motown city. That's where I come from. And a lot of us who grew up there, you know, we knew these artists. Uh, The Temptations. I was in grade school at St. Agnes in Detroit. And... Motown is the next block over on West Grand Boulevard. So, me and my friends were so in love with the Temptations, they would be sitting in a car out front of Motown waiting for Motown to open so they could go in and rehearse or whatever. And we would, they would be asleep in, their, in the car like all of them. Paul, David, um, uh, uh, Eddie, uh, Melvin, and Otis. We would surround the car. We're all like grade school kids. We'd surround the car and just scream looking in the windows. And they'd wake up. And then we would run. Memories, Memories are great. I can see it. See, I can see it as the memory holder and those that were with me. We can see it. Um, I was talking about memories yesterday because uh, they are so important to us uh, because that's what we have. Uh, Lost loved ones or lost relationships, either broken up or lost friendships, either broken up and, you know, people are still alive, but you still have those memories. So for today's podcast, we're going to start off with the struggle of loneliness. Um, especially during 2020. You know, everyone got to the point where even if you're with someone, in the home, a quarantine, you still feel lonely because you're not out uh, and seeing and enjoying other people, other relationships that you have that could be friendships, workships, whatever, you know? Uh, siblingships, child, children ships. You know, you're not out 
uh, even stranger ships, you know, where you don't even know people, but they're going past you, you're walking past each other, you're maybe acknowledging uh, one another. So all that ended in 2020. So when you struggle with loneliness, there are some things that I can give you advice on, like um, journaling. I've spoke about that before. Um, start writing down your thoughts, your feelings, um, your memories, um, all those things that help you feel good. Also, great books. I have so many great books. You can uh, on my Kindle, on my iPhone, uh, and I also have uh, physical books that you can actually touch. I, I read books all the time, and I read three to four books at a time. Because I'm interested in so many different things. I really love black literature, black authors, um, slave books. I love um, uh, old adventurous books, Huckleberry, uh, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn. Um, I love autobiographies of movie stars, Sammy Davis, Marvin Gaye, um, Jane Mansfield, Um, autobiographies Um, I love um, books that give me information about nature about technology about science Um, so and I love um, uh, uh, not just novels autobiographies I love autobiographies I love biographies you know so I'll, I'll read three or four books and I love my books that I can actually touch and turn the pages on, as well as the ones I have in my Kindle on my iPhone. But uh, build you a library in your Kindle on your iPhone and start uh, reading the books that you always wanted to read. That is a great way to handle your loneliness. Another way is maybe you have, you don't have a job right now. Um, These are things that you can do, you know, journal, read books. Uh, and if you want, uh, what I'll do is I'll start um, recommending certain books that I really love on on my uh, future podcast. Um, also, doing things for yourself as though, you know, uh, you were about to go out, you know, like dress up, uh, groom yourself. You know how the, the gray hair may come in, dye it. Uh, how you and get it how you wore it um do your paint your toenails if you can't get to the because you can't get to a nail technician at least I wouldn't go to a nail technician but there's so many women that are still going on to the nail technician because they want their nails and their toes done I can do my own Uh, and it's fun to do my own uh and I'm just good at stuff like that so makeup and toenails and fingernails and hair uh, I I have a genuine talent uh, for those things and don't really have to rely on a nail technician or a hairstylist or a person who puts in your eyelashes. I know how to do all of those things. It just comes came natural as a talent. Um, but so and you can play with those things if you it didn't come naturally as a talent with you, but you want to try new hairstyles. Just just. Whip it up and do it yourself and try it and laugh in the mirror or or say, oh, wow, I did it. Or even snap selfies of yourself and send it to family and friends and see how they respond uh, to your new look uh, while you're, you know, while we're all isolated and quarantined. 
Um, so, loneliness can be just a state of mind. If you are religious, then it can take you into prayer, uh, and which creates faith. Uh, remember, walk in faith, not in hope. Uh, you can't um, think negative. You know, you cannot walk around thinking negative and have a smile on your face. The two just don't go together. So, smile, and then you won't be thinking negative. Um, there are, if you have a pet, uh, spend more time with your pet. Uh, if you want to just talk to family and friends, make sure that you all get a Zoom or uh, a face um, time um, mechanism so that you can still see one another. So there are different things that you just have to become creative with. Start a new hobby in the house. You may want to re- you may want to uh, rearrange furniture, and you just never had a chance to do it because you were always busy before. So do all the things now for 2021 to prepare you to for when things get better, which is is to come. So. Um, in 2021, we are going to look forward to um, uh, moving uh, along um, with with uh, n- no fear of catching a virus, or you know, at least it'll, the virus will be in control. People are doing what they should be doing. And that is wear a mask, people wear a mask, people wear a mask, people. I can't stress it enough and distance yourself, distance yourself and wash your hands. And if you live in a home, apartment or igloo, make sure that the people that are in there with you are on the same page when they go out, that they're doing what they should be doing to protect everybody in their household. Um, so I just wanted to tell that part now. Uh, Do you guys know anything about Soho Karen? Okay. They call her Soho Karen because this this white girl who today claimed she's Puerto Rican, which I don't understand what makes any difference. Like, she's trying to make... When she threw that in to the basket, she's trying to say she's a person of color. Okay, so... She was named Soho Karen because Karens are racist, so they've been named Karens, just like Kins, the males... Uh, that are racist, we call them Kens. I didn't make it myself, make it up myself. So Karens, don't be mad at me. It has nothing to do with you, especially if you're black. We're talking about Karens, white Karens. All right, so she was in a in a very luxurious hotel uh, in downtown Manhattan in Soho. So it's a real creative, uh, well-to-do neighborhood all the way downtown at the tip of Manhattan, right? And um, she lost her cell phone so a very successful musician who was staying at the hotel came was coming down into the lobby with his wife and his 14 year old son and his 14 year old son was on his iPhone and she immediately started screaming to the hotel staff and the guests that were in the lobby that this black boy had stole her phone and that was her phone because she could not find her phone and she went to attack the black child who's 14 
trying to snatch the phone and people were holding her and the father and of course the young black man's father and mother were preventing her from attacking their son and she was screaming she made a commotion for people to call the police she'd made the hotel staff almost believe because she's white this is white privilege and so she makes them think that she's completely right you know they believe her because you know white is right they teach you that from the beginning of uh school the moment the moment even before you go to school if you watch bugs bunny he says white is right he uses white for right and that's not by a mistake a writer a creator of that particular cartoon wrote that in purposely when the bugs bunny says that's white he means right that's what he's referring to when you get a box of crayons in kindergarten or even before you start school the first crayon is white the last crayon in the back is black devil's food cake is is dark angel's food cake is white getting married you wear white and that's for purity and virginity and if you're at a funeral and someone has died then you you wear black so this has been already designed for us to believe you know subconsciously to believe that white is right so she believes it because she's been taught that white people were taught um white privilege along with us so that they would know i went to a, um, a private school my entire life and the majority were white people and they're all taught the same thing I am. They, you know, uh, Christopher Columbus cre- uh, uh, discovered America. Indians were bad. We cheer for the uh, cowboys and, and boo the Indians when they come on the screen. All of this, they learned it too. So this is why you can't always blame white folks for feeling superior because they've they've been taught they're superior and they've been shown they're superior by getting the jobs first. Uh, by getting credit lines, by getting loans, uh, getting jobs, um, you know, all that. So she was jumping on, trying to jump on the the 14-year-old black boy. And while she's screaming and saying, call the police, and that's definitely my cell phone. And the parents were saying, this is my son. We just come from our hotel room down in the lobby. This is not your cell phone. This is my son's cell phone that we have bought him ourselves she didn't believe it then she had the hotel staff starting to believe it because she's white they're black and in between all of this entanglement in comes to the hotel the person who had dropped her off which was an uber and he was returning her cell phone that she left in the car so now Today, so the police have been looking for her. She's on the run, so to speak, because uh, the family wants to press charges. And the young man has been traumatized. The young boy, he's a kid, he's 14. So he's been traumatized. So, of course, uh, hopefully, uh, Ben Crump, uh, one of the um, lawyers for black people who have been unjustifiably um, treated uh, in a a prejudiced way, in a racist way, uh, he has picked it up because because today I saw on um, TMZ that um, the the girl, the Karen, she has in the past 
she uh she um what happened she had let me see remember this you guys this was my jam i'm gonna make you love me this is 19 1979 supremes this was my jam i gotta stop for a minute This is Supremes and the Temptations. That's Eddie. That's Eddie uh, Kendrick singing. I'm gonna make you love me. So in the meantime, uh, Karen and her mother were thrown out of a restaurant for being drunk. The police was called. And uh, the mother and the daughter attacked a police officer, and they have a, a, a court case pending for that. Um, the Karen was driving drunk a couple days right after the restaurant incident, and was um, someone called the police and said there was somebody swerving all over the uh, highway, and they were picked up. And that time, the daughter attacked a police officer. This is white privilege when you can have. Uh, Two different encounters uh, and and assault a police officer and be uh, you know be around to talk about it. So um, now the police are looking for her uh, to uh, arrest her because one of those offenses she already had been uh, went to court for it and was on probation. So if anything, she has violated her probation. Um, you know, you can. I talked about this yesterday too about um, memories, and a part of the memory is having a relation with relationship with the person that has passed. So, if you have a loved one that has passed, you can still have a relationship with that person, and, and that relationship is through memories. Um, I have a great relationship with my dad, who's dead. I wish I had told him so many things and told him how much I appreciated him. Uh, a lot of times. Uh, people um, try and put things in your head uh, ne- about people negative, and then you begin to uh, believe those things, and you look at that person differently, which this is all wrong. So a lot of times there were people in my ear saying all these things about my dad, and then as I'm older, posthumously, uh, I love him. And I wish that he were around so that I could tell him that I appreciate all the things that he did do for me rather than listen in my ear of these little bugs that were saying all these negative things about him. Um, so I have a relationship with him. And I've, I tell him all the time uh, he, that I appreciate him for so many reasons. Um, keeping me with him... Um, not being a, a drug addict or alcoholic or any of those things where uh, he, um, you know, that's the negative stuff. Um, and also, um, I just wish I let him know that he was appreciated. Um, so have a relationship um, with the person uh, that has passed on, uh, that somebody or has created a different persona of that person. And then when you get older, you realize that's not true. So, um, 
COVID once again. You know, I don't like talking about coronavirus all the time, even though uh, me and my family had it, but we are COVID survivors, and I am so proud of that, and I feel so good about it, and I feel so blessed about it, and I feel bad and guilty at times because of all the people that have died. Almost a million people have gotten it, and uh, 400,000 people have, have passed, you know, and I feel bad, you know, and I feel blessed that uh, I was a person that can talk about um, surviving it. And for those who have passed, I feel so sorry for Number 45 is definitely responsible for all of those deaths. COVID is even changing uh, fashion and self-care. Because now, uh, because we've been isolated and and quarantined, we're not dressing up. Because the first time I dressed up was just to do a TikTok video, uh, which was a humorous TikTok video as though I were going out. Uh, for the new year, I actually really and truly uh, put on clothes that I haven't had on in almost a year, did my makeup and my hair as like I haven't done in almost a year. And um, I'm still bathing in everybody and I'm still doing my toes, my hair and my my um, my fingernails and my lashes myself. I didn't let myself completely go, but you know, we're looking for comfort now because we're not going outside hardly. And even if you're going to the grocery store and the store and back for an essential, you're not going to get dressed up. You're going to have your mask on anyway, so you can't wear a lipstick. And I wear a shield, so you don't you won't see none of my face anyway. Shield and a mask. But the comfort is now we're going into sweatsuits. You know, like the comfort, the real soft uh, sweatsuit, like sweatsuit pajamas around the house but you can still wear them outside uh sneakers or sketcher slip-ons you know things like that to wear outside in the east on the east coast of course uh you know you have to put on your putting on coats and boots and all that which is even better in hoods on coats so um you're not being seen anyway but in the house fix yourself up a little bit as far as comfortable comfortability um it's a man's world, James Brown. I could tell you some stories about him because my sister was very close to um, his girlfriend, Yvonne Fair. He was a very abusive man, I will say that. And he got away with all the abuse that he um, put on women. But, of course, he's you know a legend in the music industry. And this record is, you know... This is legendary forever. It's a man's world, James Brown. This came out in 1976. So, um, wear some, you know, nice, clean, uh, fashionable pajamas if you have some. Um, wear some soft cotton um, pajamas or or uh, sh- little shorts around the house or in a top uh, or tank top or you know uh, if you're in a cold climate wear some flannel pajamas things that are comfortable on your skin because COVID uh, isolation and quarantine you're not dressing up so you want to be comfortable in your house and uh, watch some good movies on Netflix which is uh, right now you guys watch my Rainey's Black Bottom. It's it's uh, Chadwick Bowman's uh, last um, movie that he made, and it's getting it's getting rave reviews. And 
Viola Davis who turned into uh, Ma Rainey. I mean, she really, really uh, took that scene. Just like Chaz, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, played uh, James Brown. He turned into James Brown. Make sure you watch that movie. Um, James Brown is the one who knocked out Tammy Terrell's teeth. Just a FYI in case you didn't know. Uh, Sex in the City is also coming back on Netflix. Check it out. I always, you know, tell you about Tubi TV. They have all the movies, the older movies, all the movies, all the older TV shows, everything. It's like the gift that keeps on giving, and it's free. Download load Tubi, T-U-B-I. They're having maskless parties all over. Miami, Los Angeles, Detroit. It's just ridiculous. We cannot get over the virus. And ignorant people are doing this. Fear of the unknown is normal. And there will be times when you must leap and lean right on into it. The fear that is produced falsely is the fear to flee from. And on that note, I'm going to let you hear Freddie's Dead. Curtis Mayfield. Superfly Soundtrack. 1972. Thank you for coming to the Amber Shows. Tune in tomorrow, everybody. Love you. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Let them know you can listen to me on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts. The Amber Shows. Good night. That's Curtis Mayfield, you guys. You know... He was electrocuted on stage performing. He had a stroke. But look, that's a memory. Listening to this song. Wow. Can't take away a memory. Nineteen seventy-two.